Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before. But you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite Repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Final contestant today here on The Price is Right. Nicole Slapner. That's for Kara. Because they didn't say what she thinks they said. It's just, just a horrible moment on the prices, right? And what time is it? It is uh, six sixteen. Larry hates fat chicks. Kara hates the blacks, and LeBron is still not in the playoffs. <laughs> I love it. Uh, getting a lot of emails supporting my position on LeBron. A lot of people asking questions like, uh, "Well, as Scott says, uh, you know, LeBron and Guy Fieri both from Ohio. There is a pattern. That is true. They're Ohio guys. <laughs> there is something wrong with people too proud of Ohio." There's way there's way too much pride in Ohio. It's not a but nice not place. everyone's a prick coming out of Ohio. No, 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 no. That would be crazy. Not every no Brady. Plenty of wonderful people in Ohio, but the ones plenty you got to worry pricks. about are the ones who talk too much that Ohio is like this great place. I've the been civic there. pride. I've seen Ohio. You guys are trying to convince yourselves. But don't you think? No, it's kind of mostly a Buckeye thing. That's the whole state. No, it's Cleveland. It's Cincinnati. It's LeBron is from Akron, for God's sakes. No one wants to go there. Home of the Zips. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Brett's favorite college nickname next to maybe Just the Lady Just picked up Cots. another fan earlier this year, Brett. Yeah. Right. But, uh, yeah, it's not good. Uh, Dave says, uh, F. Mary Kill, Guy Fieri, LeBron, or Lamar Jackson. Well, I'd marry Lamar. Lamar doesn't bother. We could talk football. Lamar bothers me on the field because you? I think he's overrated. I think he's... Uh, I, I, he bothers me because he's a raven. Would I take uh, Lamar Jackson on the Steelers in a heartbeat? When they started to whisper LeBron would be a son, I was like, "No, don't no, I don't want that guy on a team I support." I, that's the, like Lamar Jackson becomes a Steeler tomorrow. I'm all of a sudden 
a big fan of Lamar. I'm thinking his passing is probably a little better. I do think he's we overrated. We can work with him. I do think he's overrated. We can win with him. we got to work around his problems of being a, a bad pocket quarterback. But Lamar, I would marry. Then you get into the LeBron and Guy Fieri thing. Man, oh, Shevitz, that is tough. Who do I uh, kill and who do I just uh, bang? Go to town on. Yeah. I think I would probably kill LeBron and f- Guy because Guy is probably pretty good at it with all the experience he's had with homosexual <laughs> sex and that he, uh, he would push back. I think I'd probably like that. Scott Haynes says, uh, here's an idea. A movie with uh, Guy Fieri and LeBron James. Guy and LeBron and Space Raisin Garlic Jam 3. I think that's great. Put a little garlic in it, some raisins, it's crushed Cheerios. That is my lasagna. Put it on a flip-flop, yum town. Douche. Yeah, that's a pretty solid one. Uh, we were just talking, it was odd, and, odd enough that uh, yesterday, Brett and I in the parking lot were talking about this. I got this email. Uh, which is interesting. It's got me. It's, I've been thinking about it since I got it. Where is it? I saved it. There it is. It says, uh, John, what do you think about student loans? I don't know if you guys are paying attention. They're going to move student loans again. They're thinking about forgiving them. It's a big raging What's debate. What's the term? They pushed it back another. Uh, yeah, they're going to push it to August or to something. August. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Moving it for people. And there's one little, maybe you're going to bring this up. What? One little stat about that. What? That since they've been pushing it back, right, there's some people that have come on to, uh, okay, it's over. And these are the ones that have been paying it back mm-hmm. that need that took advantage of the couple of months. What do you mean? The amount that went back to started paying down their student loans again. The amount of what? People out there that had student oh, loans. Yes. That were they were able paying to take the, yeah, during they, the pushback. Yeah, and they are okay after a couple of months and they start right. they, they, they start to pay again. They can start to pay again. Maybe. One percent. Oh, is it one percent? That well, because they've got bad loans. But uh, so a uh, guy says, what do you think about student loans? Brett and I were talking about them in the parking lot yesterday. Uh, this guy says, I can barely afford mine, but I can afford it. It just keeps me from having any sort of life. I owe $62,000 on what was a $22,000 loan. Jesus. I knew that when I got it, I allowed it to get to that rate when I stopped paying for it for a little while and all the penalties kicked in. I have to wonder if not paying it and being a deadbeat until Uncle Joe forgives it is the route I should take. But I'm an honorable guy who believes in paying the debts that you've incurred. Uh, but it sure would be nice if the magic wand of government made it all go away. I'm uh, struggling. Kyle. 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 K-Y-E-L. Like Evil Knievel spells his thing. Kyle. And that's, yeah, I don't know. Brett and I were talking about in the parking lot, and uh, we were talking about, extra- oddly enough, extravagant wedding costs. Yeah. And then uh, Jeremy was out there because he works next door now. Old Jer and Brett and I. And old Jer and Brett were on their, on Brett's motorcycle together for a second. I got oh, he jumped on. Dude, <laughs> dude, you guys looked happy. Uh, but uh, talking about wedding costs. And <laughs> yeah. so Brett's been – you've been DJing weddings. Yeah. On, that's a little side hustle you yeah. do. And you throw the music out there at those things. And you've seen some extravagant – Oh, yeah. You know, oh, $150,000, $200,000 yeah. weddings. An artist there painting – yeah, right. Oh, they do that. The uh, cigar rollers. Uh, right. You know, all kinds of. I did one Asian wedding where they, they came out with the uh, the dragons and stuff like that. Had a no whole, Oh yeah, it was ridiculous. I wonder what that cost. I don't know. It, I can get you a dragon for about five grand. But we brought it up, like, because the thing about student loans. Could you get me a five thousand dollars <laughs> Chinese authentic Chinese dragon? Yeah. For five Gs. Yeah. You sure about that? I'm, I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure that might be a little high, but depends on the silk and stuff, I guess. It'll be a nice dragon. I'll take a paper dragon. I'm not going to use it again. This can be a 
disposable dragon. But uh, we started talking about that, and it's like it just – if you're going to forgive all this stuff, I want – because it's not fair to people who – okay, they're all forgiven. Now future student loans, do they exist? Do those people that get a new one ever have to pay for it? And the people who have paid it off, do they have do they get some sort of kickback? Because I got a friend who paid off all his student loans. Like he lived in squalor until he was like 32, making sure that none of this stuff went from 22000 to 60000 That made sure that all of it was being paid because he knew one screw up and this thing explodes, right? Uh, and he paid it off and is fine, doing great. And I understand a lot of people got into messes with those things. But then we started to say, but is it possible that you can go back in people's history and, and say, no, you had a $30,000 wedding. You did that. You could have done all this could have gone towards your student loans because that's what we we're saying. It's like I'd rather have than you know, uh, I forget who we were talking you, you about. You spend the no, money I was, elsewhere. Jeremy. I was like, I'd rather I, – I, well, I said, you know, I'd rather spend – Spend the money on a nice honeymoon or right. a down payment on a house than spend a thirty grand to entertain right. my friends for I think one Jeremy, day. Jeremy was yeah. talking about having to go to a wedding. And he's yeah. like, this guy shouldn't do it. He can't afford it. And, and it is crazy when you start looking at that stuff. And you're right. Like if, you, if you've got a $30,000 wedding and you're $50,000 in debt, it's stupid that you didn't just tell your parents, I'd rather just have the money. Yeah. If you're willing to spend it, get us out of debt. Get me out of trouble. Based upon, uh, you know, a lot of it's how you're coming out of there. Like if it's, a, you know, go to medical school or law school. Sure. And you have that. It's designed to be your first four years are going to be paying that back. And then right. you're. Well, I look at it the same, too, as like uh, baby bands, records deals. Um, a lot of musicians and stuff have a deal where the record company pays for everything. The, the first tour. And you pay it back. A lot of people don't realize that. Talk to the gin blossoms. Oh, it's a loan. Ta- it time. is a loan. Yeah. Talk to the gin blossoms about you think that Hey Jealousy album was insane and everything was crazy and it did great, but it was all designed to pay back everything they owed already. For, that's why the second record is so important. Your first 500000 go to the, well, the payback and then after that, that it's whatever they whatever put into you. Structured it. Whatever they put into you. They pay for a tour. They put you on with another act. You don't pay for anything. They covered your first album, the artwork, the, you know, everything. I did the record label thing. And that's right. They even charge you down to mailing out postage. They charge postage yeah, to send CDs to, to rec- or, uh, radio stations or legal documents to your lawyer. I mean, everything is accounted for. And then your next album is the one that's designed to say, we got to pay for the first tour. If you make it that far. If you yeah. make it that far. Right. If you, if you can get that. Yeah. If the first one doesn't drain you. So it's insane. So I look at it the same way. And so the student loan thing being forgiven, I don't think, I don't know, This I think you should pay your loan. Well, the, and the, I, I and the problem think with that. that is the last, geez, I don't know, six years or so, at least there's been talk that's now in the head that, oh, yeah. this is eventually going to be forgiven. Why would I pay for this? Or I'll just kick gonna, it down the road the, until finally it gets forgiven. And the less forgiven. you pay, the statistics rise of people who can't pay their, their loans. So they're... You kind of have them by the balls. If everybody just stopped paying their home loans, they'd be like, what's going on? Like, we can't do it. Like, uh, we're going to repo a bunch of houses and then all of a sudden realize we can't do this. We're going to own too many houses. Kind of what happened in 2000. We own too many. Let them have it. And people were able to walk away. Yeah. Without much of a penalty on your first mortgage, basically. If we all stop paying for stuff, those things will figure out a way to go off. Like, what do you need to do? We'll hold them hostage. That's like I said. If that's the case, I'm going to go for a doctorate. I mean, right. Why not? I'm not going to have to pay for it. Yeah. Well, no. it's interesting on the scholarship money because I was talking to a buddy of mine that, you know, 
his kids going to a school, and it's like uh, your buddy Mark Stabbings. I mean, it's ridiculous. The like sixty k a year basically at the school, right? And he goes, um, "How's that working out?" Well, he got a scholarship scholastically for ten k, and he goes, "There's scholarships out there if you just apply for them." Sure, but he goes, "I met with the dean of the college, and uh, he's like, ah." After the meeting, I like your kid. Deducts five grand. Just wipes it off. <laughs> he, they have that ability. I'm like, what a racket. Well, it's, well, it's the same as everywhere else. Though. You blow the right people. Yeah. And, and the bills start getting less and less. And Yeah, but that's it. So if they did, like, I would want to say, like, this Kyle guy. I think it's Kyle, but he spells it funny. I would say if I was, I would look back and say, did I do something dumb in the midst of this? And now I'm saying, oh, I can't afford something, but I've got, I've lived outside my means. The, same, the, the argument they make for Brittany Griner, she goes to Russia to, uh, to make money, to make her millions. I'm like, okay, because they don't pay her enough to know. She's the highest paid player in the WNBA. So she's, she knows how much she makes, right? I, I don't feel sorry for anybody that's like, I make $200,000 and that's not enough. Go get them. But don't tell me that going to Russia is because you're so broke here. You're living outside of your structure. They're paying you this amount. You know how much they're paying you. I know you think you deserve more, but you don't have it. So you're dreaming of more, and you can go get it in Russia. But that doesn't mean that the place that you're working for is treating you poorly. You're getting paid a wage that you agreed to take. So just because you decided that, you know, look, if I could get a million dollars doing this on the side, I'd go do it too. But it isn't because, you know, the way they always say, oh, the WNBA doesn't pay their ladies a fair wage, so they have to go get that money somewhere else. If she was making a million dollars in the WNBA and then in her offseason she could make another million in Russia, she'd do it. It has nothing to do with what she's being paid here. It's a fact that there's another opportunity in three months' time to pull another seven figures in. So I look at it as dummy purchases and how you lived your life. And I don't know who the, the, the judge and jury would be on that. But if the government's going to forgive loans, I'd go and say, all right, Brett, you owe me $80,000. Let's take a look. You've got two motorcycles. You just bought a brand new car and you had a $40,000 wedding. Uh, sell your cars and pay me some of this back. Like, I'm not going to look at that and go, oh, it's forgiven. It's The loan wasn't fair. You were an idiot. You decided to say the loan didn't matter. I don't know how the student loan thing's going to go. And what about those that don't have student loans? Should they get their house and car loans taken care right. of, too? I mean, you know, why what, not? What if people who got through it paying yeah. as they go? All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. It doesn't make sense. I don't get ready it. for this in the. Uh, it's an Old Testament thing in the Bible. Jeez. They have a thing called the Golden Jubilee. Yeah, oh yeah, I know. They do it every seven years. People that would run up their uh, deal were forgiven. Debts were forgiven, but there are conditions on it. I don't know the sure. full detail, but they couldn't be ran black. away for a while. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't be Egyptian. You had, oh, was uh, Kara doing the uh, yeah. books for that? Or a what? woman. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, woman were different. menstruating two. wears out. If you had shrimp in the last two or three days, you're not going to pet. You're right, on. Yeah, you're, you're, the Old Testament has a lot of stuff in it. I'm not really going to lean on, but it's true. They had the thing. They would forgive everybody's stuff. There's a lot of forgiveness going on in there for a certain amount of people. I'd love that. I would love all my debts forgiven, but I took them on myself, knowing exactly what I do. And also, by the way, I avoided 
very lucrative ideas that would have cost me money later. Like there's plenty of things where like, we'll give you this yeah. if you do this later. And then if anything happens, it jumps. I'm like, that's a terrible – if the worst case scenario is this, I owe you three times as much as you gave me, uh, that's not a good deal. I'm not signing off on that. College can wait. The, and, and they obviously – we still have – laws and stuff that it's a reset button but it's designed for something there's there's people that oh, constantly stuff. do it yeah yeah chapter 7 13 or, yeah. it's it's not fair to do to somebody 20 because i took some credit cards when i was in college that just showed up in the mail like here you go you want this it's two it's two grand in your hand i'm like yeah i want that and i signed it and i didn't realize that when you missed a payment that 10 percent interest went to 21 percent interest and there was no possible way i was paying off the and you're paying the minimum and oh month. absolutely paying the minimum and watching this thing jump up every month going i'm not buying anything why is there another hundred bucks on every month i'm paying you the 12 dollars you asked for i didn't realize that the game was against me and that it it cost me a couple of like my credit was garbage coming out of that because i'm like oh, i got i asked my mom i'm like this is bad and she goes we got to help you with this and it was only a few hundred bucks but I'd done Still, some dumb stuff. And that's why they changed it a couple years ago to put that up front to explain it to people. It was up front then. I knew. I knew 100%. Majority didn't. I know. But that's because they don't, they, they, they see the, I, just like me, they saw the free money and they didn't care about the other stuff. Everybody sees that, though. It's on there. Yeah. The print's too small. We weren't going to read it if it was, you know, in 20. Uh, the text was huge, and in calligraphy, we wouldn't have read it. It's like terms of use whenever you yeah. sign up for you know your iPhone or whatever. It's like, yeah, okay, cool. Just How many times have yes. you clicked? Uh, clicked. Oh, my God, what's <laughs> happening to me? Clicked, I agree, on something that was 70 no pages long. Yeah. I have no idea. I'm right, currently, right now, I've got a bunch of debit cards from different banks all over the country. Uh, somebody's getting – they have my address and my name, and they're signing up for bank cards. And they're coming to me. So I called PNC the other day. I'm like, what's going on? And he's like, uh, well, the good news is it's going to your house. So it's easy to cancel. But somebody is they're opening signing. Up bank they're accounts? opening up bank accounts for me. And the tempting thing would be it comes with a pin. It's, I've got the number. I've got the Let's go see what this is. Let's go start swiping this cash. But it feels like the second I do that, the identities. I'm not then an idiot. everything's on you. Technically, I just got free money. These, the, I didn't do anything wrong until I use it, but I know better. Yeah. So uh, that's the thing. I, I just think people don't know better. I don't know. I don't know what the student loan situation is. What are you asking me for? What, what I would do? I'd do the best I could to pay that back. That that's that's me. But if you, I don't know. I mean, if you're on that right now and you're looking at uh, two hundred thousand in student loans, and there's talk that's been going on that. They're not going to. Someone's going to forgive it or they're going to reduce it in half. Now, know. right now, you know, for the last, I don't know how long it's been going on, but it's going on through August, like we said. Yeah, they're, they're, they're just forgiving it for a couple months. They're not getting rid of it. If I they know, just but wiped how long has clean, that been going on? Has it been going on for a year now? Or? I don't know. If they just wiped them clean, I would be, uh, I would be like, all right. But, but they're not. And so I would keep paying. Like my mindset is just keep paying in case they don't, because they can talk all they want about, you know, we're going to forgive them. We're going to forgive. They haven't yet. So what if they decide somewhere along the line, some new guy comes in and goes, we're absolutely not forgiving student loans, and you've decided not to pay for the last nine months because you're hoping. I pay the bill while it sits in front of me. I live in that reality. Like, yeah, it, this is, it is not a reality that they're gone. So pay it. Pay your bill. Like, there's a chance they could – there is a chance someday they could wipe out my home loan, but I'm going to still pay it until that reality exists. I'm not going to live on the, 
the hope and dream idea that they might. Because they might not also. Because currently I get a bill every month to pay for my house. No matter what I think is going to happen, right now, my abject reality, the thing I actually live in, says you owe me this much this month. And that's where I'd live. I wouldn't live in a what ifs. Because then what if has a second side. What if they don't? This guy Kyle's like, if I stop paying, maybe they'll forgive it. What if they don't? What if the penalties get worse? And now you're in a 20-year bind. And what are we talking about as far as the percentage of people um, going on to college, you know, from high school? Is it over 10% now? used to be like... What, going to school? Yeah. Oh, it's way over. Yeah. This guy says, my wife and I are in $150,000 in student loan debt. She's a physical therapist, got her undergrad in sports medicine on scholarship. Her uh, one hundred twenty thousand in loans is just her her med school. Every semester, her school raised her uh, loan amounts by fifteen thousand because the school knew that the students couldn't drop out once they were in the program. It would be stupid anyway. Since the pandemic started and payments were frozen, we've just been putting our monthly payment into a savings account. We saved about twenty thousand dollars. If, if uh, President Biden ever says all loan payments restarting, uh, we'll make huge interest free payment a couple days before they restart. If he cancels completely. We have a nice chunk of change to do something. That's our plan. That's responsibility. And there you go. That's people that are like, hey, the, the, the reality is right now this is what we can do, but we still have that loan looming over us. So I don't know. Do like my grandpa did. My grandpa was uh, – he wouldn't make it today. Never had loans. You pay, if you didn't have cash, you didn't have money. If you, if you couldn't pay for it, you couldn't afford it. No credit with card. House. He got a credit card because eventually you had to once they started making it so you, you can't live without one. But he's like, yeah, with a house, you saved up and got a house. Uh, and that, now that's impossible. You know, the houses are crazy. I mean, he was buying houses for forty grand. But he's like, you saved up and you bought it. If you, if you uh, needed a car, you bought it. John Gordon, our own John Gordon, won't buy something on a loan. Yeah, there are his, his car with cash. I don't know yeah. how he did yeah. that, but that yeah. dude saved his money and bought a car, a brand new Camaro, uh, saved up. Sold some action it. figures. Yeah, I mean, he, did whatever. I don't know what he did. I think plasma and semen were flying out of that guy <laughs> for a fee, but he did it. So it's possible. It's. I think we all live that lifestyle of trying to be ahead of keep where we're actually. Yeah, we're, we're and you're up, right. We're ahead you, of where we are. Then you uh, don't realize that the priorities are like, well, I, I need my uh, two hundred bucks a month on coffee, right? Um, you know, all right. the, going out to eat. Yep, vacations. You don't. Yeah, you. That's the thing that we all won't forgive ourselves of. We got to have the life. Well, you don't because you got to get rid of that first, and it's not anybody else's fault. Yeah, the loans were predatory and everything else, but they were what they were. If every time I have somebody that wants to hand me uh, $40,000 or more, I'm having somebody take a look at that paper. Here's forty grand. Why are there eight pages attached to this? Here's $40,000. Yeah, but there's eight pages attached to this. Well, I'm just sign here and it's yours. I'm like, oh, if I need forty grand, I'm probably not reading it. And you don't know what that says. You should probably have somebody look at that. I don't know. Student loan thing is a big deal. People email me about student loans. What the hell do I know? I don't know how many rounds of that PPP money went around, but I know, like some businesses I hear, they say, "Yeah, they aren't holding you accountable for the first one or two, knock but you then they got them." Yeah. Watch Cinderella Man with Russell Crowe about the great James J. Braddock, who took government money while he was on the, you know, was down in the, uh, the depression, and then 
uh, every month he took that money uh, that they were getting out as best they could and to feed his family and stuff. And then he won a couple of fights and went back with a ball of rolled up money and returned it. And it's one of the most heartwarming moments of the movie to say, hey, I'm doing all right now. I want to pay you back for helping me. And it's like, you didn't have to do this. He's like, yes, I did for my own sake. It's like, oh, my God, James J. Braddock. He's the bulldog. He's amazing. And he beat up Primo, Primo Carnera because he was an Italian and the mob didn't fix that fight. And, uh, they could. We, we missed that one. Oh, it's a great you, – you shouldn't have. But you didn't. <laughs> and then a great Max Bear. Gigantic Jewish heavyweight champion. I don't think that'll ever happen again. Wow. And his son went on to do great things. Max Bear was uh, – yeah, Max Bear Jr. was the Jethro on the Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs> Yeah. Max Bear was his dad. He killed a couple guys. It was pretty good. Actually, not true. That was added to the movie. He did some damage to a guy, and a guy died later, but it wasn't from the fight. And they said that Max Bear killed two people in the ring. Mm, not really. He was a badass, but he wasn't that badass. He paid his student loans, I'll tell you that. That's for sure. And I've always said that college isn't for everyone. They've made it, to make you, they made it like you have to go. And you, no, you don't. It's a business, and they're and trying. The money to, is out there. They're giving the yeah, money. Yeah, but they're out trying like to scare you into thinking that without it, you're going to die poor and broke. No, you're not. I just looked at something roughly like in in the '60s. It was seven point seven percent of the population that would go on right. to college. Now it's thirty-seven and a half percent. It's huge, and it's a business. They made it so. And think of that. Like think of the loans and the grants. Yeah, they don't have to do that. I'm sure Toledo's got a kid that's about to go to college. The first thing they do is start businessing you to death and saying, this is going to happen, you owe this, you owe that. And it's uh, and without it, he's going to die in the streets. That's not true. Ambition is as important as a college degree. There's a little bit of that with Chris, but Chris, whether he kind of knew it or not, the last couple of years he set himself up where he's got everything paid for, either through scholarships or because his dad was in the military, he gets a little military assistance ah. that way. So he's covered at least for the first year next year, and yeah. then he's getting money for all four years. Your kid's a trade school kid. Yeah. yeah don't even don't yeah. even save money for college for Alex. He'll, he's going to be one of – and you know what? He's going to be one of those kids we all goofed on, and he's going to end up owning a trade school. Yeah. He's going to end up being the guy that's got millions of sitting Something there. Something will hit finally with him. But it's – yeah. I wouldn't put him in college because he's going to be like me. He's going to waste your money. He doesn't know what he's going to do in college. No, we've, and we've talked about it. Yeah. He doesn't know if he wants to do college. I'm like, even if he wants it, to go – He's like you and me no where clue. you get to – he's at that point now as a sophomore in high school where he's like, why am I here? I was going to major in philosophy for God's sakes. Then what? my dad's head was going to spin. Like, what the hell are you going to do with that? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm just trying to get out of this thing. Dad, I love it. I did, but it's not going to pay a bill. I'm spending all this money so you can go philosophize. I guess. Be a stand-up philosopher. Wait, that's what? what I am. I like, hey, how you folks doing tonight? How about that Plato? And I did that for like a year and a half. I'm like, well, this is getting too hard. These people are smart. <laughs> the reason I wanted to be a philosophy major is there's no wrong answers. It's a philosophy. It says so right there in the – you can't miss. Now, if they start asking you what did – who came up with this or did uh, – uh, Socrates do yeah, this. Is, uh, yeah, is uh, Kant or uh, this guy. Jahari's window. Whoever else. Yeah, you start bringing them up. You know, I don't know. Who's, who's attributed with saying that? I don't know. Marcus Aurelius is involved in this. Is he a philosopher? Is he, he's a general. I don't know any of this. But when they said, answer these questions, I'm like, there's no wrong answer. I aced philosophy. The final was make 10 questions and answer them. <laughs> People failed that. 
they they didn't know what to do, and it was a whole the whole idea was designed to say get out of the structure, step away from the structure of what you expect a final test to be, and write your own. And I did. What number is Barry Sanders? Twenty. Those were my questions, and he's like, perfect. Ten questions, I answered them. Some people wrote like they came in at the last day of school, overthought it, gigantic like thirty pages of what they thought he wanted to hear. And he's like, this is wrong. He says, I'm not reading all this. And he's like, well, I did all this work. It doesn't matter. He's like, I, that's why he was a philosophy teacher too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he, and that's yeah. what I looked at him. He was my idol for a little bit. I'm like, this guy's getting paid <laughs> to tell people I'm not doing the work. Like, you should have done something smarter. To mess with their minds. There was no wrong answer. Everybody got a good grade. But, the, but he did definitely say, like, the, to the people who went way above and beyond trying to say what you thought I wanted to hear or to show how much you've learned in this class, I appreciate it, but it's uh, it's not what I asked you to do. You're wasting my time, and you've wasted <laughs> your time because I'm not going to read right. this. You're, 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 but it, the idea was think, write, and think for yourself, not for what this what you think this guy wants. And almost like eighty percent of the class wrote what, and I wrote something. And when I turned it in, I'm like, this is going to have a giant red F on it. There's no possible way I'm walking out of this. I got an A, like perfect. Thank you. And then he moved on. He's That's like, That's what it takes. I want to this, major in this. This is something I'm going to be here for. This is getting me out in four years. <laughs> if, there's, if there's no answers that are ever X'd out, I can do that. Then you head over to math, and the whole thing comes back looking like somebody bled on it. There's so much red ink. I'm like, what's going on here? But oh. this is what I thought the answer was. <laughs> I philosophize these answers. You don't understand. It's like a CSI scene all yeah. over the paper. <laughs> yeah. I, I did this the same way that Plato would have done it. As Socrates, I, this was my thoughts. I thought real hard about it. How I does this it. equal fail? Yeah. How in the world does the answer to this uh, equation, which I wrote, a man's quest for knowledge is uh, – like, <laughs> what in the world is wrong with what I wrote? Math is absolute. Is it? Yes. Damn it, I can't argue with that. I got to go take more philosophy. But yeah, I went to college. My dad was grouching at me because he's like, what are you doing there? I'm like, I don't know. You're the one making me go. You can. It's ambition. Get your foot in the door and fight. So college loan, they got you scared. They got everybody scared into thinking, oh, you got you to gotta go. If you're a doctor, an engineer, probably a teacher, there's definitely things you should go for. But communications, look at Brady. He's got Master. one. It does nothing for you, really. You didn't get anywhere because of that at all. Toledo, don't it's save out, money. Right? It's worked out because yeah. it just it's you worked out. Yeah, I uh, was thing... able to communicate uh, the selling of commercial flooring <laughs> to, no. to businesses Brady, around Let me tell you this. Columbus, Ohio. You didn't communicate for sh- I guarantee it. People needed floors and you showed up. You were the guy who they sent over after they called and said, I need floors. Or you would knock on a door and they'd be like, uh, what do you want? Hey, I'm uh, uh, the floor's looking a little ragged. Like, yeah, we know. I can uh, patch this up for you. All right, fine. You, people who needed floors got floors. It had nothing to do with you learning. I, I picked up this little skill in college. Networking. That's what college is. Huge. That's it. For people with communications or liberal arts, you're wasting everybody's money. Toledo, why are you saving college money? What you should be doing is saving bot for bail money in Thailand. Uh, <laughs> that's true. I forgot that kid's next four years are not going to be in college. They're going to be in a bamboo cell when you're over in Thailand trying to bail them out. Yeah. This guy says, debt forgiveness. I still owe Columbia House a few pennies for 12 CDs I bought 30 years ago. Oh. That's when I learned about... 
uh, fine print when I was a kid and that Columbia House commercial came on. You can get 10 uh, CDs or, or tapes for one penny. And my mom would say, don't do it. I'm doing it. Don't do it. Doing it. Now Next I thing you know, you're like, CDs. how do I owe them $300? How did they, they sent me 10 CDs I didn't want because I didn't check a, bro- a mm-hmm. box properly. And for that penny, I you taped the penny to the thing. I'm like, this is great. I'm going to get a bunch of music for a penny. Every 30 days. Oh, crap. I forgot to cancel. I forgot. And I don't want this Gary Newman backup tape. <laughs> when you get the seals and cross right. graded. It's, it's the worst stuff. one. It's like, what am I doing with this? Oh, got the featured selection. And I owe him 20 bucks oh, for a $9 tape. Oh, rock music. Ah. Yeah. Ah, Joni Mitchell. Ugh. And there's no tag back. She couldn't send back the feature of the month. You still owed him $18 for a $9 tape. Next thing you know, I'm getting a bill that says you owe Columbia House $330 because you didn't fulfill the commitment. And I'm like, I don't even know when this ends. John, John, what are your thoughts on forgiving the public service loans, the PSLFA program for teachers, firefighters, police officers? Also, I have loans. I will pay as designed, and I don't agree with free money, but if they give it, I'm going to take it. I don't agree with free money either, but if they hand it out, you're like, well, if everybody else is doing it. You fall in line like a bunch of uh, yeah. geese in that one. And they know you'll do that. This stinks. They shouldn't yeah. do this. No, thank you for my cash. That's very nice. No, I'm going to pay the $50,000 yeah. back. The stimulus package. Everybody's yeah. like, i got to return all this money. Oh, it's a I'm going to buy a new TV. <laughs> Get myself something at the Best Buy. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I guess it's not fair to teachers who have paid. That's how I always look at it as the ones who already paid. I'm like, their arms are in the air going, oh, what happened? We're, we're forgiving debts now. I just paid mine off diligently. I lived... 10 years of my life as a poor person eating ramen and making sure that everything was right and did it on the, all the people that did it the right way are the ones punished for this. That's how I look at it. All the people that followed through, no matter how unfair it was that actually did it right are the ones who get punished. The cops that paid their loans, the firefighters that paid their loans have to look at it and go, why is this guy getting a cut? And where's mine? Is including student loans in a bankruptcy enough of a punishment though? Because creditors won't lend to them for five to seven years, but is that, enough of a payoff to get five Jeez, to seven years know. free for your loan. It's that's, I have, I have no clue for some bankruptcies is like. less than that. You can get, you can start getting loans. Yeah, for some people it does for others. It, you know, yeah, I think that's personal. Like how far you're willing to drop down in life to, to rebuild. And it depends on what, what age you're at when you try and do that. God, so yeah. blessed to be as talented as I am. <laughs> that's something LeBron would say. I've never had to worry about this stuff, you know. Once I embraced how brilliant I actually am and kicked some doors down and showed the world, I've not had to worry. That was the best day of my life, though. was when I got the first bonus check I ever got at the zone. They didn't expect to have to pay me a bonus check. They thought I would suck. They put me in there as a filler. And the next thing you know, we were in second place. The ratings for the morning show that they didn't expect me to be part of. They just The, the guy quit, and I took over. That's from producer to morning show. The Jim Sharp left, and there I was standing in there. I'm no idea what I was doing. Still don't know what I'm doing. And uh, we we leapt up in like a short period of time, and they had given me this bonus structure that was insane. Like they didn't think we'd be top ten. Like this guy's an idiot. He's 26 years old. There's no po- he's got no history. He doesn't know what he's doing. He might be a little bit funny, but he's not. Gonna- and uh, we hit second place in two demos, and both of them were just gigantic bonuses and i remember i was getting paid nothing to do that show less than 30 grand a year to do a morning show and they were making a ton and uh this bonus check was like five times my annual salary 
I didn't know I was getting it. My check showed up. That's why they threw it out there. Of course. I didn't know. We're not paying him, Jack, but if he hits this. Well, they would tell me potential. They weren't happy about paying it. I'll tell you that. It took me a little bit. I took my check in and said, there's been a mistake. And Clancy, doucher. Let me take a look at that. It does seem a little bit off. And it took him like four weeks to get it straight. And basically what it was, does he know? And they had me by the ball. I didn't know. I didn't so they know. They had to come back to you and said we've adjusted they exp- it. You did- they had to explain why it was right, and I'm like, I don't. I, I didn't want it. I was like, this is. Uh, you're, I'm going to end up bowing you guys. The Columbia House. All yeah, I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't, you guys are going to take this back somehow. That's it. Nope, nope. This is how it worked out, and they were very unhappy that I had hit these bonuses that were astronomical. Stupid. Well, and- if it was C Dubs, he was figuring. Well, if he gets this. We should be able to uh, yeah, but he didn't want sell to it, it by he, yeah. well, Sure, but he, he didn't want to keep me. He'd been no. busy trying to get people to replace me the whole time. Meanwhile, boom, and he writes me this giant check, and I and that day I wrote a, I had no debt after that. It what paid a feeling. Paid oh, man, you can't imagine. You did your debt-free scream I did day? my debt-free scream. I, I, I didn't even know who Dave Ramsey was. I'm like, two, three, I'm debt-free! And I just went to Tennessee, <laughs> and I shouted at a building. <laughs> Beans and rice, rice yeah, and beans. Beans and rice, rice and beans. One gigantic bonus check. <laughs> and it, it's the best feeling in the world. So to the people that are emailing me and telling me that stuff, I don't know. And and I'm fortunate that way that I don't know what it's like to be buried in debt. Now, I have had stressful debt in my life. I was dead broke. I was a poor person. Texter's asking, I don't know if you want to get into this, Brady, but are you saddled with any debt from Porkopolis? I took a bath on yeah, Porkopolis. Yeah, he got his ass kicked. Yeah. Yeah, he's asking me for Still money all it. the time. <laughs> I mean, it's like daily. but that's just it. He's paying it, right? Well, right. I'm Which paying it. Sucks. He's paying oh, me well, back someday. Yeah. He promised. <laughs> hey, it's your big weekend in Vegas. Yeah, I did. Could I get a uh, cut of that? Yeah, no, and that's the risk you took. Yeah, right. And you knew it. Like if this goes down, you get beat up. He took a bath. Yeah, took a beating. But that's business. Not all winners. And you were almost. By the way, you were a teeter totter away from going the other direction. You know what I mean? You were you were probably at, at a certain point like, oh man, one little push this way and this is going. We're in a good direction. One, absolutely. One push this way and we're in trouble. So you were you when were we, right there when on the we closed at the last quarter of that was the highest yeah. in sales that we've had, but it was just a year late. Just too late. Yeah. But that that's business. It's the timing and the your stand on that apex of which way is it going to go? And uh, could I, you know, go out there and say, "All right, go out and get more money." borrow more money or oh yeah and roll the dice that way and i just well when uh you know your partner basically says i'm I'm done i'm out and he's the guy running it then nothing you can do it's weird we were just talking about this in the parking lot yesterday i got that email last night but i do i think the dummy rule has to kick in if they're going to forgive your debts they should be allowed to go back and it would be way too big an endeavor to go back in and go all right let's see what you did while you're asking us to forgive your debts, let's see what you – oh, you had a $30,000 wedding. You bought a Porsche. You got this. You got that. Uh, we're not forgiving anything. You've got stuff to sell. You shouldn't have done the wedding. Sorry. Because I don't understand. I've, I will never understand weddings for people who are you know, not – And they throw out that average every year. Oh, like it's like $30,000. It's higher, 30 grand average wedding average. is between twenty five yeah. and 33000 bucks. That's nothing. And you've been to a million of them. Oh, yeah. And that's an average wedding. That's now. average. You're not getting a ton that's for that. That's not crazy. You know, that's not plated and all that kind of no. stuff. That's like buffet. And, and that doesn't even count minimal. the ones where people have to travel 
and the money that goes in, whoops, that goes in from the other yeah, people. The I mean, it's like thousands and thousands of dollars thrown at this thing rather than just saying, we don't need another Cuisinart. Will everybody just give us a hundred bucks that was going to come to the wedding? I've um, actually seen brides and grooms opening the envelopes at the wedding to pay Italian to pay vendors and stuff like that. Italians. Well, that's oh the only God. way to do it is to have the envelopes. <laughs> Who wants another Cuisinart? And the only thing about Italian but it's true, wedding, though. Really, Smith? $20? <laughs> exactly. The, the most expensive thing at an Italian wedding is the exterminator and the guy getting rid of the flies. Oh, please. <laughs> Got a lot oh, of please. flies. Oh. Everybody hold your breath for a second. <laughs> Seem to be hanging around the bride's table. Close your legs, honey. <laughs> Just blowing fog all over him oh 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 sorry about that sorry about that don you got the nerve to shoot fly juice on me you're covered in them i'm sorry oh what do you do put it in an envelope (laughs) (laughs) all right ceremony can continue till the next batch of flies rolls in but yeah envelopes and cash yeah so i don't know i'm sorry for you kyle but you've had me thinking since yesterday and brady started talking about a wedding Earlier this morning, off the air, I'm like, wow, it's this, this weird, everybody's costume. We go to a wedding in two weeks. Yeah. They've been saving up for three years for this damn thing. Hopefully they don't go into debt. For well, they it. should have it paid well, off by now because they were going to do it three years ago. Say, so. It's been rescheduled three times, <laughs> yeah. too, yeah. right? Yeah. The pandemic knocked them cold. Yeah. That, as a man, I'd have been like, that's a sign. <laughs> I'll keep you around, but I'm not going to get married. The, the whole flu, world flu happened. So, I don't know. Stop asking me such heady, smart questions. Ask me about farting. That's what I know about. Farting and philosophy questions that have no right answers. That's where I shine. But other than that, I hate LeBron. Uh, Kara hates blacks and Larry hates fat chicks. That's what I know. Those are the solids in life. Those are the pillars of knowledge. But, yeah, if you get beat up, you owe your bill. And that's the thing, Brady. You would look for forgiveness for the poor cops. Think somebody said, hey, I can wave a magic wand and make all this go away. You'd do it. Nobody's dumb, right? You wouldn't, you wouldn't well, turn yeah. a blind eye to somebody saying this all gets forgiven and you can move on with life without a ding. Yeah. You'd do it no matter how, you know, you know no, I'm a, a man of my honor. and You'd do it. Who wouldn't? But is it fair to the last guy that had to actually struggle and pay and make it work that didn't have that option? That's what I look at with the teachers and firefighters. I know teachers who have paid off their student loans. Does Lisa have them? Oh, yeah. She's still got hers? She's there. She's getting hit up for that program now. She finally just crossed over the point where she paid back the original loan. Mm-hmm. So she, she's on the uh, – I, I don't know if it's on the plus side, but – The interest and all the extra yeah. fees. So she's got just a little bit left, and they're contacting her now to forgive it because she's part of that public service worker program. Right. But she feels better about that now because she, she actually kicked out right, what they gave. Right. Yeah. There's some. There's at least there's a less little guilt pride involved in, yeah, in somebody coming in and just in that. sweeping yeah. it away. Yep. Yeah. And they paid most of your car off, and then if some guy comes by and gives you ten grand, and says, "Here's the last one." You're like, oh, I, "I did most of right. the work here." <laughs> right. You still feel pretty good about the gimme. You don't feel you feel like less of a prostitute. Yes. That yes. somebody just handed you some cash. And by the way. That's still a, a viable, thriving business for those of you with that. Prostitution? Prostitution 100%. will get you out of a lot of sticky, well, it'll get you into sticky situations, but a lot of sticky debt. Only fans. Tax-free. Tax-free. Cash on. Listen to the Italian guy. He'll help you. <laughs> but if you really are struggling with debt, 
Tax free. Does that include the VIG? Isn't the VIG considered <laughs> well, tax? That is a tax. <laughs> the but, juice. You know, I mean, juice is on. not tax. It's adjustable. <laughs> you're, you owe it. You're a. Uh, you're. Is valuable still to this day, and it will always have value. It is the number one currency in the world. Period. Why well, not when it's the period. No, no, I didn't say the N word. Kara, I didn't say. I didn't say your <laughs> is valuable. <laughs> I said your <laughs> is valuable. Get it right, Kara. Understand the beeps. <laughs> if she misunderstood me that time, that's hilarious. <laughs> oh my God, he said it again. No, no, I said not. What's wrong with you? Your is valuable. You should sell it. <laughs> Kara's spinning. Oh, I'm so angry. I can't believe he keeps telling me my is valuable. And I should sell it. Prostitution is a viable thing. You find old dudes with money. They'll bang pretty much anything. You can even be gross. And you will make a pretty penny. Adjusted by looks. Look, ladies, you're selling it anyway. You're just being a little more discretionary with who and you we, sell it to. And we've all paid for it. We I, in one way we or another. We've all paid for it. Every. And the worst part and you is. You don't report that cash. Hey, no. look, <laughs> the worst part is in this world is that even when you try to get rid of it, you pay it. You pay it to go away. That is valuable. And selling it is your best option. And if you're one of those people that has multiple, well, then for God's sakes, get rid of both or all. Kara has no idea what I'm saying. <laughs> 718, Larry hates fat chicks. Kara is confused. LeBron James still not in the playoffs. Uh, yeah. So anyway, that's enough debt talk. I'm done with that. It's making Brady nervous. He owes people a lot of money. Boy, that just took a bath. But you made it right. Best so, I could. Well, yeah. You did what you can, and you came out of it as an honorable man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's how you. That's the only the only thing you can do. It's a humbling process. It sure is. I've I've seen friends go through some issues with uh, businesses that have failed, or uh, one dude that I know, uh, his divorce broke him down, and he ended up just dead in the water. Lost his job shortly after, and just gone. And his whole life turned over, and he had to be forgiven for. him. he was in he was in hell. Yeah. And he's like, I got – and his quote to me that I remember because he asked for money and he felt terrible. And I said, look, Toledo, the <laughs> thing about this is – no, I, was, I just remember him asking and it was like the worst moment of his life. Can you help me out? And I helped him a little. Uh, and then he made it right. He never paid me back because he couldn't. But I knew that going in. And I think he told me if I remember right, I'm, this is not – this is one direction. This gets me out of a hole. And I'm probably never going to be able to pay you back. I'm like, all right. And he dug himself out. He's not, he's not in a good spot, but he's no longer upside down. And it's, it was horrible to watch. When the market crashed, I got browbeaten to ask you for, for money. I remember that. I remember the – I remember, I remember the uh, – you, you, it wasn't you. It was her. It yes. was in all caps, too. She writes in all caps yeah. the, the proposal. Yep. <laughs> and the only thing I told you, you, I was going to give it to you. You said, I know you. Yeah. I don't know her. I don't know her, and I don't know – if you two and I felt like I was jinxing last. it, like if you two don't last, then right. what happens to this? Right, exactly. So I couldn't give you any money. I, I told her point blank. I'm like, I don't want to do that. Yeah, and, we have oh, to. Brutal. It's the only way we get to and stay then where we're at. I told everybody in the building behind us back what had happened. <laughs> Hilarious. I told plenty of people. Toledo is in trouble. <laughs> you know that loud lady he's with? She's oh, begging man. for cake.
She needs some money. That was a rough time. And then we find out she was trying to pay back yeah. what she was trying yeah, to use the money later. for was illegal. Later, yeah. I'd have been in the hooskow. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Ponzi. <laughs> you trying to get me in her Ponzi scheme. I can't imagine what it was like for Toledo to go home that day. <laughs> home? I didn't go home that day. Is it paying you? No, I couldn't get the money. It's not. You are a useless piece of garbage! Then get out there and ask somebody else! <laughs> Slept on the golf course that night. <laughs> Gladly. Finally got some sleep. Yep. No, that was, yeah, there's been people have asked. And I've lost friends over that. Over loans and stuff where they're like, I need this, I'll pay you right back, and then you don't hear from them for months. Was it Patrice O'Neill that says if you find out that that, that money is how, how much you lost, then that's what your friendship was worth? If you yeah, borrow money, yeah. then, then you know. Well, it's the old uh, Bronx tale. Or Bronx yeah. tale, that's yeah. it, yeah. $20 to get him out of the rest $20 of the day. and never have to deal with him again. If I told you, if I give this kid 20 bucks and never have to talk to him again, would you take that deal? He goes, yeah. He says, what are we chasing him for? What are we going after? Why are we trying to get this money back? $20 and never have to see this guy again. Yeah, so I get a couple of those. Everybody does. Stop bothering me about that. Quit asking me for money, Rich. <laughs> I don't have any. Broke. I was like, uh, I probably look like Brett did standing in front of that slot machine when Toledo's wife was asking me for cash. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, God Almighty, does an alien come out? Yeah. Just scared that she's going to start yelling oh, at you, too. I was horrified that if I didn't give her the money, I was going to get killed by her voice. <laughs> It was a it was a well uh, presented proposal, and I even said if it was you, yeah, probably do it. But I don't know her. Yeah. Now we got to now we got to talk business, and the business is I'm not sure about this person. Yeah. I like her; she seems great, but not to the tune of this kind of dough. <laughs> so here's some patio furniture. Thanks for playing. And I got him out of there. <laughs> That's actually true. That's right. I think I gave you some patio furniture. How about some patio furniture? <laughs> I think that's true. I'm like, that hey, some true. patio furniture. You guys you, could. You got to come get it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. If you guys want to come and load that, it's some old patio furniture. What a pal. <laughs> you had a box truck at the time. We can pick it up. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. right. You had a moving truck. That's true. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats today after this discussion about debt that's made everybody uncomfortable thinking of their finances? Yeah. Well, uh, think on the think on the trails this weekend because you can hit it with Action Ride Shop. The boys over there got all the big brands you need to. Santa Cruz, Ibis, of course, Pivot, and uh, all price points. So, you know, you don't have to spend five grand on a bike. They got, you know, in the hundreds of dollars if you're just cruising around the neighborhood. But uh, they got it all. ActionRideShop.com is where you're going to get it. And, of course, we got, uh, you know, a bunch of stuff for LeBron and the Suns here. Katrina and the Waves, Walking on Sunshine for you from earlier. Uh, The Cult, Sun King for the Suns. Uh, Bad Religion, Los Angeles is burning. Sun King it is. All right. The Cult is amazing. They need more. This guy says, what do police and firefighters need loans to go away? He said, I was an EMT. It cost me 900 bucks. Cops go to the academy and get hired if there's an opening. There's billboards that say, come on in. That's true. I don't know. Do cops take giant loans? I don't even know if they do or not. I think so. Now they're giving out hiring bonuses and everything I I see billboards that I consider sometimes. There might be those schools that train you. Then you go in. um, You're an idiot then. Yeah, but I I was a little confused on that too. Call on the billboard and say, I want to be a cop. I think you just go through some training. They're handing out money. They can't wait to give you extra money. Nuts. Yeah, Sun King. That's what we're looking at right here. Not you, LeBron. The new king in town. 
We might have, you know, Devin Booker is, uh, they're talking MVP, and I don't know why the, everybody always does that. Oh, they're getting disrespected and everything else. I think they've just made it look so easy that people are looking away from them. Like, okay, well, they're in their place. Like, the national media is looking at the Suns. You don't hear them getting all this talk. You see the, the, the Knicks and Nets and Lakers on TV all the time, and they're talking about all these other, like Brooklyn. The guy and the, the Bulls, the uh, points leader right now, I think. DeRozan? Yeah. Well, there's the, uh, LeBron's going to be the points guy. I mean, he's going to be the points per game guy. He doesn't play enough games. He's got two more. But, I mean, you look at this, and Devin Booker's the MVP of the league. Without Devin, this team does not win 63-plus games. And you got to put it on wins. They're talking about Joel Embiid and everything else. Are they the best team in their – I think that that measures out. The player that is the most important to the best team in the league is the most valuable player to me, I think. You can't. They're talking about LeBron. He's I'm like, definitely yeah. in the running for sure. They they, they mentioned uh, LeBron James because he's got he's averaging 30 plus points a game. You're like, well, yeah, but his team is not going to make the playoffs. So how important was he? They're in the same spot with him or without him. They'd be the worst team in basketball or the 12th worst team in basketball. What's the difference? You're not going anywhere. Uh oh. So I think Devin the, the the argument to get Devin the MVP is huge. Wait a minute, John. Did you say it would have taken twenty dollars to not have Toledo on the show anymore? God damn you! Why didn't you loan him that money? That's true. It was a little more than twenty bucks, but it would have been—you know—it would have been the end of Toledo. I can never give you that money back. I'm like, well, then I can't have this company give you any money every two weeks either. We're gonna have to make a deal. But then you can't fire a guy for a loan. I agreed to. Well, the, the only side. shot you'd have is by keeping him on the right the company. Got to keep get your him money employed. Back. But then, but the point is, would this? He's not worth that. He might have hit the lottery or something. I mean, come on. You know, he plays. <laughs> not happening. Can't win if you don't play. Look, I'm saving all the money I'm going to loan to Toledo for the day I get the call that I have to get his kid and him out of a Thailand jail. <laughs> a Phuket jail. We're in a Phuket jail. I know. I know. You talk to the guy. You should get some jail tips from that ex-wife of his before he goes over because he's going to need them. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.